When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. Peter Rosenberg! Eden's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your shows, number one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. Now, if it's okay with you guys, I would like to say good evening to Michael. Why is um, Method Man on his side behind you? And good evening to Michael. <laughs> and good evening to Don. If you're smarter than me, I'm dumb. And good evening to myself. Oh, I'm Fredo. Lastly, to Dave Maloney. Knucklehead. <laughs> where, do you, where do you guys want to start? There's so much going on today. I mean, we could go Jets. We can go Giants. We can go Pitch Clock. We can go uh, Combine. Let's not do Combine. Well, there's just we an, have another Combine? It's just an amusing moment from the, from the Combine. Let's, let's, let's see how much. start amusing. So, okay, let's start amusing. It's Sauce Gardner on the NFL Network, and he correctly predicts someone's 40 time live on the air. Let, let's hear Sauce. Let's go. Four eight. Oh, let's say high four eights. Let's go with the high four eights. All right, it's on Michael Turk. There he is, and we got. Oh, my what? goodness. There we go. Oh, my goodness. There we go. You are oh, good at this. Oh, my goodness. Shock the world. Spoiler alert. If you're a slow kicker or punter, you're not running a 40. The only oh. reason you're running a 40 is if you can go a little bit. Yes, sir, Michael Turk. There you go. Great job. Four eight. Great job. Called it right. Yeah. That's, that's what you're missing if you're not watching the combine. Stuff like that. Um, now he's good. You know who's a, uh, on our station? The guy who's locked into the combine all day long. Who's that? Rick. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Really? Can't get enough of it. Can we be honest though? He just wants to watch dudes with their shirts off and compare. There what? is no comparison. So what does he have to see? You don't think anyone at the combine has no. a better body than Rick? Not that man at that age. Nope. Yeah, I don't think there's many forty-year-olds running around the combine. <laughs> yeah, Rich Eisen doesn't count. I mean. It... Let's hear from the, the let's hear the latest from Adam Schefter on SportsCenter talking about the Rodgers of it all. My sense is there are continue to be more and more signs about him leaving Green Bay. And I think in the end, my sense is that ultimately it will come down to whether he wants to play elsewhere, which would be really the New York Jets, or whether he wants to retire. To me, those are the two most logical options and the two most likely scenarios here. But again, we have not heard from Aaron Rodgers himself. Well, if you haven't heard from Rodgers himself, then. How do we know which way he's leading? How do we know anything? I mean, he said that no one knows what he's thinking because none of his inner circle talks. Well, so. Because Adam's got a sense. Okay. 
and I got a sense, and Peter's got a sense, but we're not Adam Schefter. But at the end of the day, it, it it's worth about the same. Just because nobody can get inside his head. Uh, Adam Schefter, I decided to get wacky today. Really? Yeah, you don't see a wacky Schefter that well, often. Well, he did when he when he imitated Kirk Cousins with a shirt on. That was wacky. And he did and he did say "you idiot" at right. some point because mm-hmm. we asked him to. You idiot! All the answers are right inside me. <laughs> Knucklehead. Now, now uh, he was doing "Pardon My Take," the barstool phenomenon, and he decided to prank the host by saying that Lamar Jackson was close to being traded to the Washington Commanders. And if, <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually, you weren't listening. I actually said on my, uh, my weekly hit with uh, B. Mitch and Finley in D.C. this week, we talked about Lamar Jackson. And I have to say, like, if, if that rumor were true, guys, I don't know that I'd be, like, thrilled. I feel like I'd be nervous from running quarterback PTSD in Washington. I, I don't know that I'd be all over it so you'd rather mr howell than lamar jackson but I, you know what you got no place to talk about quarterbacks today we'll get to that in a moment but but lamar makes me nervous i mean no. i i actually might feel like at least with howell we're starting in a quarterback second year seeing what he has there's no history of injuries i just worry that with lamar don as good as he's been you've pointed this out eloquently over the last few months it basically seems like every year since his MVP, he's taken a step the wrong direction. Yeah. Less stats, less yards. And now there's obviously some sort of issue with him in Baltimore. I don't know. He makes me a bit nervous now. No, and I can understand. Like It's like any other sport, right? There's certain teams who are like, oh, he'll get hurt there. But if he goes there, it'll work out. Like if he went to New England, they'll win a Super Bowl. He goes to Washington, he, he won't finish the season. That, that's exactly right. He goes to San right. Francisco, we're talking. But I just feel like uh, – although, although every quarterback in San Francisco got hurt last year, but still. And he's going to want guaranteed money and a lot of it. And it's not even about whether he can perform. It's, uh, you know, uh, at a high level. We know he can do that. Will he be able to play? Can I, can I also tell you about a dynamic that exists now in the business that I find so annoying? And when you say the business, you mean the industry. Yes. I'm talking about the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The broadcast industry, the sports broadcast industry. It's like because every, there's a 24-hour sports news cycle and everyone has to have a take every second, Hot I, take. I feel like we fall into this pattern where you have like the old, quote, media us who will say things like, I'm not sure about giving Lamar Jackson his money. And then the, quote, new media, who's essentially just the recently retired pro athletes who are now doing what we do, all defend every player and say they all deserve their money. I, I'm sorry. It's it's completely reasonable to say you're not comfortable with a fully guaranteed contract for Lamar Jackson, because well, it, it doesn't it doesn't work because we're talking about a, a hard cap. You know, in the NBA, where you can sign your own players to whatever amount of money you want. Um, baseball, if you're willing to take the revenue sharing hit, then you can sign guys to whatever you want. But it's not a question of owners being greedy and trying to. You know, being your typical billionaires and hoarding money and not wanting to give it to the players. If you want to say overall having a salary cap means that. But once you're in the cap, what are you supposed to do? You only have so many parameters, so much money to work with. So do you really think it's they're being cheap or, hey, I, I got to try to work this in. I give all this money to my quarterback. Is he going to have anybody to throw the ball to? Is he going to have anybody to protect him? 
Well, I mean, but the NFL can thank Jimmy Haslam of the Browns for giving Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. That's why this kid wants guaranteed money. Right, but uh, it's going to be a mistake at some point because how do you get out of it? You don't because, get out of it. If somebody gets hurt, you, you, you're, really, you're really screwed. Right, and that same player that's getting all that guaranteed money is going to be the first to complain if they, he doesn't have any weapons to throw the ball to, and, and they're not winning, and then he's going to want out. Well, you can guarantee money and amortize it across, but right, it's but, just they don't want to guarantee money, especially, as Peter said, to a guy who has a history of injury because you can't replace him. If you've got $50 million a year locked into a quarterback guaranteed and he goes down with a serious injury, that's it. Your season's done. Your next couple of three seasons are right. done. This is an interesting uh, headline from today's Washington Post article mm-hmm. by uh, Liz Clark and Mark Maskey. Commander sale teeters amid uncertainty, comma, renewed ire with NFL owners. Mm-hmm. And it is about the potential of the NFL owners galvanizing to oust Snyder. And then would there be a lawsuit from Snyder if that were to happen? In the article, it says NFL owners have never voted to oust a fellow owner by forcing the sale of a team. And they have reasons to be cautious in considering such action. The first is that the legality of such a move has never been tested, and even if it's held up, it likely would be far from an expedient process. Asked whether or not such an action would withstand a legal challenge, Gabe Feldman, who's the director of the Tulane Sports Law Program, said this week that it's difficult to predict the outcome of unprecedented decisions. Feldman noted that the NFL's Constitution and bylaws, a set of documents to which owners all agree, clearly spell out the process for removing an owner. That process includes closed-door hearings that give the owner in question the opportunity to challenge the decision. In Feldman's analysis, as long as the NFL follows its own procedures, its decision would stand up in court. They better have all their houses in order if they do that. This, is, this guy's a scorched-earth guy. I almost feel like we've gotten so close to the brink here. I really hope that angry owners or like a really thirsty press does not like make this thing not happen by angering him. Just let this thing end. Man, it could be so ugly. Think about what happened when when guys when just when we just saw the emails between Gruden and Bruce Allen. Think about what we saw. That's why they have to step very cleanly. <laughs> Not every house is in order, Peter. Nope. Now, our house is in order. We do a terrific job. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And we had an argument earlier on the program. Michael Kay randomly asserted, that Steve Young is – how did it start? Oh, that he was better than Rodgers is where we started. And Don and I disagreed. 
And then he threw in better than Montana. I just wanted to say I pulled up an article from 2019 on uh, NFL.com ranking the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Don, any guess on where Steve Young was? And this is just one list by some writers, but... And is that what's the number? The just top, just the greatest quarterback, top twenty-five greatest of all time. Just I would say this one article on NFL.com. Twelve, Michael. Well, since you're asking it, so you you want me to look bad? So fifteenth. That is right. Wow, you're very good, Michael. See, so you, you look good even when you look bad. All right. So why don't we get? Why don't we name the fourteen? And Michael, you say whether it's not right, or you would have Young higher. Here's who's higher. I'll start at, you know what, I'll start at one, actually, and work backwards to see who we a- agree with or not. Okay. All right? Number one is Tom Brady. Any problems there? I guess No, so. but in terms of talent, Steve Young is more talented. you, you got to stop shaping the argument that way. I'm yeah. sorry. I, it's, that, it's, that's, I, that's what I mean by this, because in terms of production, Joe Montana's better because he has more Super Bowls, but in terms of talent, Steve Young is is – one of the top two or three quarterbacks, talent-wise, that ever lived. Yeah, but okay, like you well, said, I, Michael, Michael Vick's number Vick, one to me. Yeah, I so. have him number one on talent. He's not as good as Steve Young. My, well, no, no. He, of course he wasn't, but you said talent? Yeah, he, Michael, I don't think he... Michael think Vick had a bigger arm and was faster than Steve Young. If, that, if we're looking at talent. That, that, that's but, why, but, but you, you're also... You're not, Steve Young's not like Bobby Douglas, okay? Where th- There's a lot of pelts, too, on his belt. The guy has a Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's a two-time MVP, so not only does he have incredible talent, but he produced. Now, the thing that's knocking him down on that list that you're going to give us is the fact that he didn't play enough because he sat behind Montana and he started his career with the LA Express and but, then started in the NFL with the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, a terrible team. But once he got to a great team, there was no stopping him. And, and Don, what would happen if my if was a spliff? <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Um, number two is, <clears throat> is, we know how Michael feels, is Joe Montana. Okay. Number three is Peyton Manning. Mm. Steve Young's better. You don't, but you no. don't really, but you don't really no. think that. No. You can't. No. You can't really think no. that. No. You, you can't. Please take you it back. You shan't. Take it back. No. We're, we're, we're talking about talent. Again, well, then of, let's oh, stop. Can we move well, on? What's the next stop, subject? Then let's what? stop the you, discussion. You can't create a narrative, Michael, that nobody goes by. There's plenty of talented quarterbacks. We're talking about the best quarterback. Right. And but he was not just talented, he produced. But but but, but on but Peyton well, I don't Manning, want to play the game anymore. If everything this, I say you guys this, are gonna shoot down, let's Peyton, move on to the next story. Peyton Manning is a much better quarterback than Steve Young. Couldn't run production small and in every way, shape, or form. He is the quintessential quarterback, Peyton Manning. The only knock on him is he couldn't seem to beat Brady in some big spots, but you're talking about the, the the creme de la creme, Johnny Unitas. Don, if you're interested, just real quick for me and you. All right. Uh, number five, they have Otto Graham. Okay, now you're really kicking it old school. Number six, they have Drew Brees. Oh, here okay. we go. Okay, you know, Steve Young's not All better right, we'll than see. Drew Brees. Come on, you know I'm taking Steve Young over Drew Brees. Thanks for playing. What's the next subject? I like Michael. <laughs> Goodbye. Take that list, and you know what? I really want to tell you what to do with it. Damn it up! I can't say it. <laughs> I flush it. I, I think every other one though. Come you, on, you'd agree. With with and by the way, Stop Michael Drew Brees. For, uh, no, I agree. Drew Brees is a bad one. Uh, but for the record, it was also crazy earlier. If you noticed it, my uh, Don Michael scoffed at the idea of Favre being ahead of of Steve. Scoffed. He, he's not even close to Steve Young. I mean, 
he's a multi-time MVP and a Super Bowl champion. He is same as Young, in uh, many fewer years. Okay, I'm just saying you scoffed. I did, and you I don't continue think, to scoff. I got news for you. Guess what? They're sitting right next to each other at the same table, table number two. Well, you know what? Am I right, Don? Brett Favre's greatness was his gunslingering. That that wasn't Steve Young. I think it was gunslinging. I slung, I know exactly what I was saying. Slingering. Slingering. Wow. Very Steve great. Young waited until he was 30 to get a chance. 30. Mm-hmm. And his record was 79 and 25, 181 touchdowns. Completion percentage is 67%. And a quarterback rating of 101.3, starting when he was 30. He was a phenomenal player. And he should have played longer and more. And you're absolutely right in all those counts. But I would take Young over Favre. But when you start talking about it's not even close, and you start the certitude, Michael, is that the arrogance. Are we doing a talk radio show here? The un- you know what it is? What should you know, I do? Just like, you, well, maybe. You know what it is, Don? <laughs> it's, uh, it's get ready for this, Don. It's not mitigated, it's unmitigated gall, the worst kind of gall. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm going to do to cheer everyone up, though? Please. Give away a pair of tickets to WWE. How about that? The Road to WrestleMania Super Show. It's at MSG on Sunday, March 12th. That's a week from Sunday to you and me. Seth Rollins in theory uh, in a steel cage match for the U.S. Championship. A battle royal. The winner gets Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. By the way, go check out my interview with Gunther right now on uh, Cheap Heat Podcast uh, on the Ring of Wrestling Show. And to win tickets right now, caller 5, 888-987-ESPN. You're in the building. All brought to you by WWE. Tickets start at just 20 bucks, and they're on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. All righty? Mm-hmm. Good. Graham. Yes. Wonderful. Um, Max Scherzer decided to test out the new pitch clock in spring training today. Um, he has theorized wisely that uh, the new pitch clock will allow pitchers to dictate pace of game, something Michael's talked about quite a bit. Well, he decided to go for it and test the boundaries of that pace of play. And at one point, with Victor Robles at the plate, he threw a pitch the moment the umpire reset the clock. Scherzer ended up getting uh, uh, assessed a balk. Hmm. Uh, Scherzer said, quote, he calls time, I come set, I get the green light, I thought that was a clean pitch, he said no, we'll have to figure out where the limit is. I test it now, right? You know, one thing I read, when they when they instituted these rules in uh, in the minors, they didn't do it in spring training. They oh, really, they went it, live. They, they went live when the game started to count, and that's why their first month was, you know, there were more violations. I think baseball... Yeah. In the majors, they're getting it out of the way now in games that don't count. Yeah, when's the Yankees' first game, Michael? March 30th against the Giants. All right, so we're ta- that's 27 days from now. So they got plenty of time. Do you want to take to uh, Nancy to one of those games that weekend, Don? I'll get you tickets if you'd like. But that's uh, that's too early. There's probably okay. Rangers. No, she's all set. I got her the city field in July. It, no, because no, with the kids, I, I've gone to early baseball games, Michael. Not not fun weather-wise. It gets very dicey. Well, I mean, I, I'm guessing March 30th, 31st, and April 1st. Well, March 30th, uh, April 1st, and April 2nd. Probably be about 85 degrees here in New York City. There's a Rangers oh. Devil game. Ra- Ranger Devil game on the 30th, though. If you care. Well, he's. Not, I'm not getting him tickets opening day. Yeah, what but are you Saturday you know, not Stephen and Sunday. A. Smith. No, he doesn't get tickets. He gets just to go in the booth uh, and call again. No, listen, I'm, I'm bringing the family, 
and you know how the weather can be at that. You can get one of those, like, a, a fine rain, 40 degrees. I'm not doing that. You could be kids. on the road, Don. Anyway. I'm good. I'm July, City Field's a better ballpark, better game, better experience. At least it better be. I paid like three times more than the first car I bought. What? Holy crap. Someone wrote me and said, please never let Rosenberg Radio ever speak about QBs ever again. First, his horrendous table bowl. By the way, my tables basically turned out to be perfect. Yeah. His weird infatuation with Heineke and Josh Johnson and Tyrod. Tyrod? Tyrod. This guy, is, he's listening to the wrong program. Yeah, listen, if, yes, I mentioned Josh Johnson a lot because I did. I always throw him out as, as, the, as the example of having no excuse to find a backup who can throw a football. Yes, I do say that, and I stand by that. He says now he prefers Howell over Lamar. My good God, Michael K. Don't ever listen to him. Re Steve Young. Mm. You're, you, you know what you are. There's a word, two words for you. It's called a functional Death. moron. That you are a functional. You calling me that or no, no him. And oh. you know what? And you know what? I take it back. I have no proof you're functional, but you are a moron. I because think it brings up salient points. The Lamar conversation wasn't about who's better at no. this moment in time. Lamar, it's about the first of all. You're not getting Lamar for nothing. Okay, you're gonna have to give him a ton of money. So would I rather take my chances on a new quarterback and see if you find something versus fork over your entire life on a, uh, a an injury-laden quarterback? That's the point. And who you're going to have to pay through the nose. Like, listen, if you're telling me trade a couple draft picks and that's it and get Lamar Jackson at $34 million a year, oh, my God, great. Give him $45 million a year guaranteed? I- I'm sorry. I- I- he's awesome. He's a former MVP. He's awesome. I'm good. I, I'm not, I don't have the stomach for it. I ha, I've, I've, uh, he explained it well. Thank he, you. he didn't understand a word of what you said. No. Again, but re- see what we said earlier. That's on him. Yeah, that's on you, pal. Guys, it's pretty crazy. So John Jones is back in UFC tonight, which is crazy for a variety of reasons. Obviously, if you follow UFC even in the, the most uh, peripheral way, right. you know that he's had his share of issues outside of the octagon. Um, when it comes to him inside the octagon and inside the sport in general, he's he's charismatic and interesting, and in the octagon, he's just absolutely probably the greatest of all time. His natural talent is unbelievable. He's getting back in the octagon this weekend um, for his heavyweight debut, um, and this is the fascinating part. Pretty stacked card, by the way, uh, for UFC this weekend. He's going to be 43 pounds heavier than his last light heavyweight fight. 43 pounds heavier. That's, that's one of my kids. He, that they, Actually, that's how the article said it. They said it's going to, he's going to be Dear Marco God. LaGreca heavier yeah. than his last fight. You still carry the kids, Michael? No. Not at all? No. If no they situ- fall, I don't even pick them up. Wow. I, they, they get up. My God. Jalen still demands to be carried upstairs to bed and no, downstairs. No, not, not happening. Wait, but hold on. But this is where their age differences are, are yes. quite significant. But but did, did you hear what he threw in at the end? If they fall down, I say get up. Who are you? Are you Mick? Yeah, at least he said that. Are you Burgess? Are you Burgess Meredith at home? What's wrong with you? Get Love up, my Rock. Kid. Love my kids. I can't. I can't pick them up. I'm. I'm an old man. What do you want me to do? Oh. They're, not, they're eight and ten. I don't think they need to be picked up. 
Well, how, yeah. how much do they weigh? I, I haven't weighed them. I understand. Well, I think, this is... I think Callie's like in the 60s and Charlie's in the 50s. Your, your kids are 40, Don? Yeah, about uh, Marco's probably about 43, 42. Jalen's probably like 41. But Don, you're a real man. Scoop him right up, climb the stairs. Nothing. It's nothing to you. Well, listen, it's it's, also got to shovel snow for no reason. That's a good point. Climb the steps, kids. That will do it for this very interesting ENN. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates. It's a Friday ENN. That's right. The injury firm, almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back.